0: In a journalistic perspective, they are doing a very, very good job. In an economic perspective, they have big trouble. They have really demonstrated their role in the society. Media companies, they are companies. They need to have revenue streams to, uh, to do journalism. So therefore, they also have to act in a commercial way. And it will be blind spots in the society, which not will be covered by journalists due, as an effect due to some such kind of cuts. I met all the people in the media industry I wanted to talk with, but <laughs> it was a filled up that I could not move around.
1: welcome. My name is Chaitra from the land of Midnight Sun. The guest for today's episode is Yan Barlin. excelled as a journalist, served as an associate professor at NTNU, winner of the Student Quality Award 2014, currently working as Dean in Christiania University College. Thank you for joining us, Yelians.
0: Thank you so much.
1: Could you tell our listeners how you are part of Oslo Media House?
0: Uh, for me, it's a place for networking, a place to meet uh, a lot of interesting people uh, people uh, I need in my network, and uh, people I need for my research, and also c- connections to use for our students. And we are uh, the close neighbor in the next door to Oslo Media House.
1: <laughs> yes, I was going to say we are neighbors. <laughs> Yes. So COVID-19 is keeping millions of people across the globe homebound. What have you been doing these days of self-isolation?
0: Oh, my sort of isolation has been uh, working days into the headset and in front of the screen.
1: Okay, that has increased your screen time now.
0: <laughs> yeah, because our, all our work was moved over to uh, to digital platforms. Uh, And uh, what has been quite busy, it was to reorganize all the work with the students from the classrooms and from personal uh, um, work together with the students over to do all that work uh, in front of screens. And uh, all our teachers, they have done an enormous job to to, uh, to serve the students in this digital uh, time
1: okay so uh, you are based in oslo now or you're around
0: now uh, i'm based in my home close to oslo
1: so as a journalist and a professor how are you coping with such crisis Um,
0: uh, our work has been to reorganize all the work with the students so i i'm not directly work with the, with the crisis but the effect that we have to change everything we are working with. But I'm also responsible for uh, our staff in my department. So, yeah, it's a lot of uh, management work to do to uh, organize this uh, reorganized work.
1: So all the classes have been online. And what about examinations?
0: Yeah, all well, the examinations, some of them was uh, already planned to be in digital platforms. But uh, all the other plat- other uh, exams, they have been reorganized over to d- digital versions.
1: Okay, and how the students have been uh, coping up with this?
0: Oh, it's hard to be a student. Uh, uh, we are doing our best. We're doing everything we can within... Uh, Uh, the instructions we get from the government on these things. Uh, The Most of the students, they are working very well, but uh, I can understand that it's very difficult for some students, all this uh, changing and uh, the the most uh, problematic things for the students, it it is to don't meet each other, don't be in... uh, Uh, Yeah, to see each other every day and so and and to sit uh, into their small uh, uh, rooms and work in front of a screen.
1: What is your opinion on the current state of media industry? Are they losing credibility in a way?
0: Oh no I think that uh, when it comes to the media's performance especially here in Norway they have been uh, they have really demonstrated their role in the society they have uh, had a lot of good journalism on uh, corona situation they have had a, a critical perspective they have uh, spread information to people they have uh, uh, demonstrated what is fake news and what is real news I, I think that media they have uh, taken a very very good role in, uh, in this situation uh, the problem for media is that uh, all the, uh, a lot of the revenue streams from the advertising are, are uh, gone away so now they are more dependent on the revenues from the readers and, and that is uh, not enough but what do they need to do a good job? So uh, in a journalistic perspective, they are doing a very, very good job. In an economic perspective, they have big trouble.
1: Okay. On that note, could you please share your experience working for media, working for Aftenposten? posten
0: Yes, Aftenposten was uh, one of the places I used to work. I I was 20 years in the media industry before I, uh, for about 10 years ago, started into academic work as a media researcher. Uh, My years as a journalist, and I was also editor-in-chief in in Stavanger Aftenblad. Uh, So I have worked uh, as an ordinary journalist with writing articles and also copy editing in, in the newsroom. Uh, and uh, But most of the years, I've worked to organize project, product development within uh, editorial products, uh, organizing uh, how we work uh, in changing times. Uh, I have reorganized the media companies, how they work together and so on. So I have been quite involved in... Um, the last 20 years when it comes to the restructuration of the media industry. And that is so, that has also been my interest as a media researcher. So I'm looking on the, where we have the meeting point between uh, the, the, the market forces and the commercial forces and digital forces, such kind of things, and development of journalism.
1: Yes, and how you have seen the media has developed so far, and like in your twenty years of experience.
0: I, I think that we we can see that the media they have got tools and possibilities to do do a better and better and better job. At the same time, as they also doing some. Wrong things for, uh, for example, uh, for the years when they was hunting for these clickbaits and such kind of journalism. So, so you can see, uh, considered in a uh, in a journalistic perspective, you can see how they. Are doing a better job at the same time, they are doing a lot of bad things. So, so you have a mix of the both things. Uh, when we are on the best side, you can see examples now when it comes to uh, research that they have tools they have never had, had before and can find um, uh, can uncover cases. That was impossible for just a few years ago. A lot of uh, database and uh, tools. But
1: could you just mention some of them like so we get a
0: broader view? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Just one international example uh, is Panama Papers. And if you have million documents, you can use computer software to, to go through all these documents and categorize them and find the most interesting papers Then you have to go into. That is one example. A kind of job that would be impossible for just one or a group journalists to do in a manual way. So, so the, the, when it comes to such kind of journalism, they have their best time ever. Uh, when you look at this in an um, uh, economic uh, perspective, because uh, these media companies, they are companies. They need to have a revenue streams to uh, to do journalism. So therefore, they also have to act in a commercial way. Mm-hmm. And uh, one very important things in the digitalization the last years is how... Um, other kind of channels uh, than the news media have have uh, taken a, a larger po- uh, part of the ad- advertorial revenue streams. So so they have lost a lot of uh, revenues, and therefore they have to perform journalism uh, mm-hmm. with less and less uh, revenues. All right. That is a that is a great challenge, but I, I think they have done it well. They are in a. Now they are into a transformation process where they move uh, the business. To be uh, based uh, uh, to be based in the new digital way, and they also had to invent and develop all the new ways to to get revenue streams.
1: You mentioned that you've been part of the research where development of journalism meeting the market forces and new technology. Mm. So, have you been uh, working as on a such project as a Norwegian Editor Association?
0: Yes, uh, one. A project I did for the Norwegian Association of Editors the last year, for just uh, yeah, for one year ago, it was to look into how the, uh, the editor's experience was to, to sit in the position because uh, uh, the editor as a top manager of the local uh, media outlet. Uh, they are in the pressure they have to take decisions based on business and they have to at the same time take decisions based on journalism. It's a quite high pressure on them. And another thing is that through all the last years you have seen all how all the small media outlets has been uh, moved into groups. Now we have just a uh, Almost all the, the, the media outlets, not all of, the, of course there are a lot of very some very small, which is not there, but almost all of them are into media groups uh, and, and uh, media owner groups. In Norway, the largest is Shipste, the second largest is Amedia, you have also Polaris. and they uh, together, Uh, typically a media when they have more than 70 local outlets in uh, one media group. They they, uh, have uh, concentrated their forces and centralized them to typically do the the technical uh, development work, which is too expensive for uh, each of them to do by themselves. They have to do it together.
1: And what will be the consequence for journalism of the big budget cuts? As in uh, shipit cutting 500 billion krona because of Corona. Uh, uh,
0: I think uh, it will be a, a, a big trouble. Uh, a lot of things they want to do that they cannot do. And it will be blind spots in the society which not will be covered by journalists due as an effect due to some such kind of cuts. But uh, that has been the the problem for all these years when they they have transformed in the new economy because uh, so, so much of their revenue streams have uh, gone away. But at the same time, they have. Used less and less resources to work in a smarter and smarter way. So, so at the same time, they are developing tools and developing ways of working and developing organizations to work better and better with less and less resources. And that is a uh, uh, that is a very good uh, done by this. Uh, editorial organizations. Yes.
1: And what is your vision for the next year? How will pandemic change our society and the impact on economy?
0: I think I will guess that now we have been in the first phase of the crisis, the shock, but we know that it will be a long term to solve this uh, situation so i think that we will go through a long term situation uh, maybe a year or so with uh, uncertainty uh, but at the same time that we we know how to handle with the virus we have to keep distance to be in small groups to all these instructions we get and in that way, we will control it. But at the same time, it will be an uncertain uh, to how we um, uh, how the future is. But uh, but I, I think we slowly, by slowly, will come into a more normal situation. But also the the new ways of living will be a a, a part of this uh, normally normal situation.
1: Yes. So yeah. I think even if we are going to get back to work, there will be something that has changed and we are actually going or never going to be back to that same old routines.
0: Yes, and in, in my office, in in my workplace, I think that we for a long time will have restrictions of how large groups, how large classes, uh, how we do our meeting with uh, with the staff and such kind of things.
1: All right, and uh, before we end this podcast, would you like to share a memory connected to Austro Media House?
0: I think I will mention the Christmas breakfast, the last Christmas. It was so filled up with much more people that it was a space for. I met. uh, It was like a a family party. I met all the people in the media. industry I wanted to talk with but <laughs> we, it was a field up that I could not move around and such kind <laughs> of uh, of uh, meeting is uh, not possible to organize uh, in the in the <laughs> close future we can yes. we can see yes
1: i agree it was
0: a great memory
1: i agree on that it was one of the best uh, conference meeting we had like room full of journalists and uh, it was so cool i didn't expect people to turn up at 7 a.m in the morning (laughs) so Hmm. indeed a nice memory all right and uh, it has been pleasure talking to you Jens. thank you so much for joining me today and sharing your thoughts and experiences well that's all for today's episode and thank you for listening to us thank you again and this is chaitra signing off